from Lubbock Community Theater, this is Five Tell Places. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, welcome again. I, my instinct is to say to the first episode of 2021, but technically our our New Year's episode that we recorded in 2020 was released in 2021 because it came out on New Year's Day. That's so, true. interesting. This is this is this is our first time gathering and recording in the new year, though. So I think I think although that episode came out in the, I am overanalyzing this too much. So I'm just gonna say, hi, I'm Jed. I'm Heather. I'm Beth. Rachel. I'm Daniel. <laughs> I like <laughs> the listeners can't see it, but Daniel's sitting there pointing at her like we're gonna make you say it. <laughs> well, she just was next. I was letting her know. She's no, next. I know. We did not make everyone say they're like you know what's something unique about you and what's your New Year's resolution this year and all that stuff. I don't do it. I don't ever oh, do a New Year's no. resolution. I don't normally. I did this year because I really need to get my book done. I don't think I've ever yeah, had fair. one. They just no. make me feel like I'm lying when, I, and then I feel bad when I can't do it. So yeah, yeah I'm just gonna not not do it, and so I just don't care about personal yeah. improvement. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna finish yeah. that freaking book. Yeah, oh, I missed that word. I, said, I just don't so care that about personal said, improvement. <laughs> all that said, what is everyone's theater New Year resolution? Uh, to do okay. it again. <laughs> to do it, yeah, to do it. <laughs> to do theater. That's not really what we're talking about nope. this episode. We did no. Actually, kinda. Um, um, well, sort of, but everyone who follows theater news uh, as obsessively as I do, Dr. Uh, Fauci just uh, released information like last week, talking about you know if if we can all get through the vaccination distribution and get everybody you know even at I think it said fifty percent by summer that it would be very conceivable to have an in-person, more normal theater uh, ongoings or whatever by fall, by October, October to be clear. I mean, when I think fall opens and fall season opens, I'm thinking September and stuff like that. He was saying by October, but still even then to me, we're coming up what I in March will be a year. Like I have been self quarantined, mm-hmm. not fully self quarantined, but I have worked from home. My children have stayed home and all that for like nine, nine months at this point, almost 10 months. And you could have had another since, baby since spring break. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Don't even say those things, Ben. <laughs> if you breathe on me wrong, if you breathe on me wrong, I'm going to have a baby. That's- <laughs> That's how that's how it works, Heather. I know exactly. Yeah, they, they know how that's this. That's how babies happen. <laughs> God, isn't that the most annoying thing in the world when you point out that you're a parent, that you have more than one kid at all? And that prompts people to like, well, you know what causes that? Like, oh, they do. <laughs> Tell me. I'd wondered where these kids were coming <laughs> yeah. from. Be like, they just kept showing up, and I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I guarantee you, if you have them once a decade, those looks are even stronger, even stronger. I bet. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, I mean, to me, what it signifies ultimately is that there is hope. There's I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I know because I think there really was speculation by some people. Oh, well, theater will never come back. We'll never have it like it was before. 
And like, you can see it, you can, you can safely start at least planning what that looks like. And that's, what's exciting. Yeah. That the idea there's a potential light at the end of the tunnel. And so much of it is wrapped up in where we actually are at that time. But, Mm -hmm. and he, he's pinning this on if things, the rollout goes the way we really want it to go, the way we're trying to push it to go. You know, and which is, is kind of questionable to... at this point, unfortunately. But I feel I feel confident oh, yeah. we've got a new administration coming in, and that's that is bipartisan. All I want is a a you know competent, uh, you know funded, you know <laughs> we need help. Like every state, every city, yeah. every you know we all need help rolling I know out this. Personally, vaccine. I personally know like seventeen people who have have gotten their first dose of vaccine so that's something that's yeah. we're on well, our I, way. I only know like 26 people so that's a pretty good amount <laughs> oh i know like <laughs> I, w- I was on the news that i was listening to this morning it was kind of uh both sides of the coin kind of uh emotionally because on one hand the vaccine the rollout is going slower than they wanted it to go at this point it, like it's something we're some sitting at something like a quarter of the people have been vaccinated that we wanted to have vaccinated by this point. So when, what I also really want to think about is that there's these two aspects of what normal, like going back to normal theater looks like. Cause honestly, I don't want to go back to normal theater. I think that this was the hard reset that the industry ultimately needed. You know, we had all of this, you know, reckoning of like Black Lives Matter, of, you know, how artists are valued within the system, whether it's via pay or via respect, the whole idea of uh, sexual harassment and the way the women are looked at in it, LGBTQ, like all of those issues kind of got to bubble up to the these things that that theater really did need to kind of come to grips with with how it was dealing with things got addressed and so i think that when i think about going back to normal theater i'm i'm excited about in-person live theater the 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 soul of what that is that's what i'm excited about but i'm also excited about you know, destroying the canon and making sure that the space is more inclusive and that we have all of these things. So I think it's kind of a two-pronged approach at what going back to normal theater is, in my opinion. I mean, in some ways it's been a it's been a baptism of fire because we have found out what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have so many more doors open. Mm-hmm. Um, would we, if we were doing a regular season, would this this group in particular, would we be as passionate about having the podcast as we are? Um, yeah, like we, we might have started a podcast, but I don't know if it would, I feel like it would be something very different than what it is. Like you said, we probably wouldn't be as passionate about it. And I certainly don't think live-ish or 15 reasons or any of that stuff that we did that would have happened. Yeah. And and yet now here we, we talk about like going back to normal in that we will reopen and start doing live theater in person again. But here's all this other stuff we're gonna add to the slate of what LCT does that mm. wasn't gonna wouldn't have come about or wouldn't yeah, have come about in this form. Yeah, it's or, just because we start doing live theater, I don't I don't want this to go away and I don't want liveish to go away mm-hmm. exactly like, or at exactly. least something like liveish it doesn't have to be liveish always but well and i really put it i've looked thing too 
I've looked at it as being under the umbrella of, and I think, I mean, I've said this a hundred times because that's how important I think it is. It's this idea of the umbrella of the performing arts and the performing arts means so many different things. It means journalism, it means uh, theater, it means audio radio shows and podcasts and, and, you know, interviewing and dance and music. It's just all of those things. And so when you're talking about a theater, it can be a performing arts center where you can get mm -hmm. all of that training and you can get all of that uh, and it still be the performing arts. Um, yeah. I do as an, get- as an, as an extroverted introvert or an introverted, a slightly introverted extrovert, I do enjoy, I do miss being with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and the side, uh, not side conversations, but the accidental friendships that yeah. form when you're at rehearsals all the time. And then, mm -hmm. oh, hey, this person's going to be part of my life as long as I can have them, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. When you make friends at the weird uh, wedding reception thing. <laughs> That's right. an inside joke that no one else will get, but, yeah, but. that won't ever not be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I I I look at I look at theaters and I know that everyone is clamoring to reopen and get back to that that normal the quotations normal, um, but I feel like we're still not quite there. We're not quite there to make those definitive plans like oh we're going to open on this date and this whatnot because a lot of that depends on. Uh, where the numbers are, where, where our infection rate is, um, things like that, how many, how many people are vaccinated. And then not only that, when people say that they're gonna be following like state mandates or CDC guidelines and recommendations, at this point, we're still not recommended to get into uh, large groups. We're still not. Right. And if you are, so there, I do, I do agree that there's probably ways to do theater. I'm not saying there's not ways to do live theater, but when you're looking at that, when they say it's supposed to be in a mask and or six feet apart, and that does not include like singing and dancing and extra <laughs> where you're, flowing out the, the particles mm -hmm. and everything. So if you're going to be blocking and planning these shows, you have to be thinking about those shows that are, that are easily blocked. Like how can you block people that are specifically six feet or more really feet apart? And are they going to have masks on stage? You know, all of those things go into place. So I don't really know how you safely do the theater in person until those are not necessarily the restrictions that you have to have, unless you're doing a one person <laughs> show or a two person show that's a couple or a family or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, you've got to, the mandates are still there. They haven't disappeared just because we all want to open up. Okay. Well, do you have opinions on what you would like to see when we get around to oh, it? Oh, I yeah, do. Know, knowing, knowing that there is potential for us to open back up in some form or another and as you pointed out and as we all discussed even before coming to record and over the course of the past few months even this is all speculative it's it's all really going to depend on what what it actually does look like in october or in in august what it looks like then and where trends are going will affect whether or not we can start planning for october and you know mm -hmm. so on and so forth but 
see, I see, I see LCT being in a really good position and I would hope other theaters follow to plan what that season looks like and just have that flexible start date. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. mean we have, cause, and I, th- I think a lot of thought is going to be, or needs to be put into that first season coming back. I think we, we talked to our listeners and our patrons and our followers and the overwhelming majority of people wanted to make sure that we were going to be doing clue and i is so gratifying (laughs) it was gratifying it did make you feel good um i absolutely think that that is what lct wants to do um there you know when we when we left that show we literally have everything still ready to go the the props are sitting on the table the costumes are hung because we were moving into the theater um the the sets painted and built everything is ready to go all we would have to do is rehearse it a couple the the rights are paid for like i mean everything's already done ready to go so i don't think there's any reason to get back into rehearsal to get ourselves back in yeah and uh, not speaking for anybody else but costumes may have to be remembered (laughs) in case actors put on some weight in the past year or so you mean the what i have no yeah yeah of course of course Uh, alterations maybe have to be made for colonel mustard we'll have to see (laughs) oh man i'm i'm excited about that specifically though i think all that amount of work that went into that that didn't get to see it to fruition like that will be the closure that i need for that situation and i think that everybody genuinely will be excited to see it and like that'll be a great way to open back and then up I can i can stop bringing it up every single chance i get to be like oh, yeah, that show we didn't get to do because um, it will be the show that we finally did oh my gosh guys can you imagine what that cast party is going to be like Oh. <laughs> just tell your spouses you're not coming home just bring your sleeping bag uh, I'll, we'll, I'll bring her with us. we can find someone to watch the kids and yeah <laughs> I, uh, I, I have my, my husband and I have talked about it and the, the thing that we keep going back to is man that needs to be a light hearted comedic fun season across the board Mm -hmm. like there's just been so much heart heartache and 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 troubling like i don't think we need the the medicine show necessarily now no not at all that doesn't mean that there doesn't need to be topics and inclusive talk and making sure that you know lgbtq and minority all of those but i don't consider that medicine i consider that reality and just how things should be that's humanity that's like that's how it should be yeah and the people that we talked to when we were having guests on um, kind of early on through some of those talks don't necessarily want their stories rooted in trauma. That's exactly right. Um, yes. Exactly right. We need lighthearted stories that include people of color and our LGBTQ communities. And um, those stories can be told in, in, in a lighthearted and fun way. They don't all involve exactly. a giant thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think that's what, to me, when our play selection committee starts meeting up and, and gearing up and really thinking about what this new season is going to look like, that is going to be what I would hope and everyone will press for is because that's what we need as a community. We need some healing. We need some laughter. We need some community spirit. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would hope that the focus would be. Yeah. Did y'all have any other suggestions from people? 
the prom man with the prom movie coming out everybody's been talking about wanting to do the prom oh yeah i've heard a couple of conversations about that and you know lct has talked so we need to beat area theaters to it Yeah, yeah. Um, we had I talked still about think it. Little Shop would be fun. Oh Which man, one? I'd love to little do Little Shop. shop. I, still think little shop uh, would be I would love to do Little Shop for sure. Um, noises off. It's time to do noises off again. I had some someone commented that on our Facebook page that we should do noises off. Now we LCT at this point in thirty. I guess it's our thirty fifth year. Are we starting our thirty fifth year or thirty fourth? I don't know. One of those. We've been around a little while. Um, we've done it two times. And the last time that we did it was, oh gosh, eight years ago, maybe. That's yeah, enough time last, to do it again. But last year counts as seven. So <laughs> yeah, it's enough time to do it again. I think that it is a well-loved show. And we, I've never been in it and I'd love to, I think it would be great. Yeah. Oh, it's been one of my favorite productions. I've, I've been in it and I want to be in it again. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of my, and you know, the off, slightly off topic, but it was one of the few roles that I got as a leading, as leading woman, that that role had nothing to do with being old or being overweight. It was just, I was a woman wow. running up and down the, running up and down the stairs. I was my age. I was just a woman who was an actress. And it, I mean, it really meant a lot to me to do that particular show. It was, it was amazing. Christian Rogers was a great director. Uh, what 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 other stuff are you you guys? Um, I saw some other comments about doing some Moliere. Uh, we've done some Miser and stuff like that. To me, that's still kind of back into that canon type stuff that lots of you know the theaters kind of result back to. I really want to see new original content stuff. I want to go to the new play exchange and find at least you know one if not two a year that are. Are you know newly published plays, uh, minority voices, mm-hmm. all of those things? Because I think that what I have found during this time during the pandemic is that the original content has been what has been the best and most rewarding to work on. Yeah. Um. So I want to keep that vibe Agreed. too. What about uh, local local writers, local playwrights, pe- folks from here in town. Do we have people here in town that write plays? Oh man, I would love to see us do, you know, we had done a Whitney Ryan Garrity, uh, his oh, Christmas right. show the last time. Sorry, Whitney. And then um, we've done some special one night, like one weekend only stuff of his. Um, I would love to see LCT do some more dinner theater style productions every once in a while. Um, oh, that's going to be loud. Just had a space. If we if just had a we space had a where space. we could do dinner theater. Oh, indeed. Oh, indeed. Mm. One can see hope. Can do one about can, that in the future. Yeah, one can hope. Oh. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that I think that doing local Hello. stuff too is uh, not just original, but local original. That that builds our sense of community. If we're talking about how important original content is i also think it's important to have local original content um there and there's quite a few you know i've i've been really pleased with to see how many people have kind of broken out of their shell and 
um, have always kind of wanted to write. And then LCT Liveish came along and they used it as a, a reason to get back into it or kind of explore. It would it would be interesting to do a Liveish type show that's all um, locally sourced, if you will. <laughs> to, to do, but like to a, do it in the theater. Yeah, I think it, that would be cool. Do an actual like short place. That'd be that would be cool. We uh, LCT in the past had done something called the Tumbleweed Festival, which I wanted to bring back <laughs> nearly every year. Mabel too, obviously, it makes her sad when <laughs> we talk about it. But so it was a ten-minute play festival. And it was also a really great opportunity for people who wanted to direct, who didn't have experience directing. So you would be able to be given this 10 minute script and you could direct it, find your mm -hmm. actors and kind of piece it together. And then we had awards. And not only that, we had um, a chill, like a youth version and an adult. So we had different um, sections and I would still love yeah. to see that come back. It was a, yeah, a 10 minute great. play festival. But I still think yeah. Live-ish yeah, would be kind of cool actually filmed like saturday night live maybe once a year that sounds it's, it's, super it's live scary. it's live ish but the ish is crossed out <laughs> yeah. no, live actually lct yeah, live, live actually. actually i kind of love that <laughs> okay. so uh, but yeah that'd be fun that'd be mm -hmm. scary but it'd be fun that would be scary but i mean yeah you know the cactus theater uh, golly, probably a decade or more ago, they did something similar to that. What was that called? I don't remember, but me and my friend JC Hood, and JC's come on the podcast before, um, we auditioned for it. And it, it was, it was a live format sketch comedy show where they said it was kind of like SNL, but it would be local. Um, and they were doing that regularly. I think they were doing it once a month or something like that. And I think, I mean, I, when we first started talking about LCT Live-ish, I specifically went to JC Hood and I asked her about that. I was like, so what do you think worked and didn't work in that format? Because I'm really interested in a, a sketch comedy style show, but I knew that the Cactus Theater didn't do it very long. And I was like, man, I wonder what, what happened with that? Because I, I love that idea. I love the idea of that style of show. Like doing that monthly would be a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it a couple of times, yeah. maybe three times a year, and it could be fun. It'd be interesting because I've never directed live theater, so it'd be right. I'd be be fun to do. There's lots of. I mean, so obviously we go ahead. I was just gonna say if you direct one, but then you're in one later in the night, so you gotta like have different dual, mindset, dual brain thing going on. Like, you know, right now I'm gonna judge you while you're out there, and then when you're done, I gotta get get ready mm -hmm. to be judged. I will say when you're directing a show and once it's finally up, I mean, it's not, there's, it's not your show anymore. It's the stage managers yeah. and the actors. Like there's nothing else you can do once it's performing. So you just got to sit back and watch the show and enjoy the, all the hard work. It's kind of, I kind of like that about being a director, kind of just get to, don't get me wrong you do freak out every time something's not like, yeah oh you just have no control just, over it you're exactly you have no control there's nothing you can do so you know i man i miss live theater i miss it but hopefully soon yes. yes well i i feel like that's a good place for us to wrap up and um 
so we will do that. Hey, Heather, real quick, do you want to tease what we'll be talking about next week? You know we're yes. Talking about next week? Yeah, I had to think about that for a second. Oh. Yes. We actually have a special guest with us. We're going to be joined by uh, Treva with West Texas Dancer Raiderettes. They're going to be talking to us about what they've got going on coming up. I noticed that they're the new residence artists at Luca. Uh, so yeah, lots of exciting stuff. It's nice. going to be nice to have a guest back on. It's been a little while. It's been a while. Right on. Well then that's something to look forward to and we will see you then until then on behalf of myself and my co-host in Lubbock community theater, this has been five till places. Thank, Thank you. Five. Five Till Places is a production of Lubbock Community Theater. Be sure to follow us on social media for all the latest news and updates surrounding our projects and the goings-on at LCT. Our theme music is Pizza and Video Games by Bonus Points. Additional music this week was Seasons by ASO. Links to those artists and their music can be found in the show notes. Look them up and show them some support. Thanks for being with us this week. And as always, thank you for supporting live theater in the Lubbock, Texas area and beyond.